0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitra coming up on today's
1: show. Can we please stop talking about Lamar Jackson? And we are trying to figure out which number 11 is going to show up in the DFW Metroplex tonight.
0: And last but not least, and for the culture, Ooh, San Francisco, don't figure that bad boy out. That's all next, right here on ATL Day Ones. Let's go.
1: This is ATL Day Ones, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. And it starts now.
0: I wanna thank you for making ATL Day Ones your first listen of the day. Remember, we're free and available wherever you download your podcast and wherever you download your podcast, make sure you leave us a five star review. Really appreciate that from you in advance. Today's episode of ATL Day Ones is brought to you by Bet Online, the fastest, easy way to win some money. T, for all the folks that are tired to, of listening to us on their phones, how about this? You can check us out on the big screen. By downloading Roku or the Amazon Fire app, you can just drop in that search box, locked on Sports Atlanta, and ATL Day Ones will be right there on your screen for you to enjoy. Because we know you're gonna enjoy it because you get this good good each and every day. But T, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of Lamar Jackson being discussed by Falcons fans. Here's why. Because you know, started off yesterday by asking you about it like, okay, where, where is this all this coming from? Where am I missing something? Am I not doing my research <laughs> enough? You know what I mean? I'm trying to figure out? Like, where's this report coming from that Lamar Jackson is going to Atlanta Falcons? Well, right. I, I've done my research as to why people may feel that way, that mm-hmm. he might, it might be a chance for him to come up that way. You right. know, first off, he got the IG message or IG story, basically saying feel, he feels a little, you know, upset. Mm -hmm. as to how he's been treated as far as getting his money and getting his contract, all he put into the organization and all that stuff. I get that. I understand that part. That's one part. And then also, the man reportedly wants 200 mil. And, -hmm. you know, and I think that naturally the Ravens probably balked at that as a guy who you know, and and here's the thing where I I don't like to do when it comes to having these conversations, T, because we all know Lamar Jackson is an excellent player, right? But when, when, when when it comes to guaranteeing full contracts which is something that NFL teams normally don't do and and when you're trying to base off what the Cleveland Browns did did, you know with Deshaun Watson and you know the Browns organization is not nowhere near an example that everyone should be trying to follow at this point or ever you know what I mean so so I think that it it, we I understand that Lamar Jackson is is that dude on the football field
1: Mm -hmm. however
0: I think we need to slow down a little bit as far as trying to chase this dude down and rebuild this team to where it needs to be. Yeah.
1: And Falcons fans don't get me wrong. I am intrigued by the possibility of Lamar Jackson coming to Atlanta. And here's why, (laughs) because just, just like everybody says in week one of the football season, everybody's undefeated. Everybody's in first place. Everybody has a shot. That's what i feel like that's that's the point where we are at uh that's the point where we are in this off season right? right and i know we still have a super bowl to play but hey for the other 2018s that aren't buying for a super bowl boom or you know 2014s that aren't buying for a super bowl it's the off season it started for right. them two weeks ago so right. that said everybody has a chance at lamar so why not dream I mean, people were dreaming last year, wondering what would happen with Deshaun Jackson and if you had a shot. And guess what? You actually did because you were at least in the top four of the teams that he was considering. Now, I think that's why Falcons fans feel like Lamar Jackson is there's an opportunity there. There is a chance. You're saying I got a shot? We're saying you got a shot. Here's why I don't like the shot. I keep telling you guys hashtag defense, hashtag defense, hashtag defense. How much, Jarvis, are you going to have to give up to get one player? Granted, he's a game changer, possibly a generational player. Not arguing that point. Just asking you, how much do you have to give up when you have somebody in place who could potentially be better than, say, a Brock Purdy? So let's say Desmond Ritter ends up being better than Brock Purdy. And let's say Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith build a defense that can compete with the likes of a 49er defense. And didn't and and were able to stack, 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 stack. Wouldn't you want that? Because that's sustainable. Lamar yeah. Jackson, his best availability should be his availability, and we both know it's not because he's often injured.
0: Yeah. I mean That's I,
1: why I don't like it. I just think there are too many what-ifs, whereas, as one player, Jarvis, there's a whole roster almost that needs to be reset, especially on this, on the defensive side.
0: And, and here's a team that just popped in my head. And mm-hmm. here's a team that I, I – another organization that I, I don't want to follow. The Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> Blank them picks. You want to start going down that road? Because once you start going down that road, you can't stop. You just look at the Rams. Look at the Rams. And they, Now, the, granted, they did get their Super Bowl. Yes. But
1: is that sus- that's not sustainable. Right. That is not so, a sustainable business model. Yes. <laughs> you just all. said it. You just said it, Jarvis. That, that's a perfect example. So then you have to decide, fan base. Do you want to go after the ring? And don't get me wrong. I'm all game for that, too, because we know you see it a lot in baseball, right? right. This yeah. is one of the few times we've ever seen it in football, quite honestly. So I'm OK with that. But boy, that was not guaranteed. There were many times where it looked like the Rams were not going to make it to the promised land, right? Mm -hmm. So you take a huge chance on going after and getting one player or two players that can just kind of change it for you. I don't know, Jarvis. Maybe you and I are a little conservative in that space, but I think we both agree. I would rather just see what we got with Desmond Ritter, hopefully get some quality veteran. That way, if he goes down due to injury, you got somebody in there. And just go stack the hell out of the deck on the defensive side.
0: Absolutely. I'm so on board with that. As as a matter of fact, I'm not one for slogans. Stack the hell out of the deck on defense. That sounds like a good one in 2023. How about this? (laughs) Yep. Hashtag Jarvis and Tanitra. (laughs) Hashtag stack stack the deck on defense. Stack the deck on defense. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to just keep it moving. (laughs) Speaking of stacking the deck, how about this? The Georgia Bulldogs. We all know how stacked they are as far as they are young on defense. So they're going to bring a lot of guys back. But I think one of the positions that is probably the, not probably the most important position on the field is the quarterback position. Indeed. And, you know, no Stetson Bennett. He does not have any more eligibility to my knowledge. You know, I've done <laughs> my research on that. Um, I don't think they're going to find a COVID year or anything this time around. No. So I think because of that, T, how about this? Dominique Blaylock is in the transfer portal. And now there's rumors circulating that A.D. Mitchell, the guy who, who's the big gamer, right? We got four touchdowns yeah. and four playoff um, playoff appearances. So mm-hmm. the guy comes up big when, when when the lights are shining the brightest. There's rumors that he might be riding to
1: Texas. Like, what is going on here? Yeah, that that's interesting to me. Yeah. Because here's the thing. We threw this out here, and we just got confirmation, by the way, from our guy, Anthony Dasher at UGA Sports, literally just tweeted out that, yes, indeed, as you said, A.D. Mitchell has officially entered that transfer portal. But Mm -hmm. here's the thing that I say. I heard the statistic, and I've double-checked it a few times, triple-checked it, and it's true. 60% of those guys that go into that transfer portal don't land, period. And of that 60%, the ones who do land often land back where they came from, right? And Mm -hmm. that's not always a good thing because they, at that point, may have then gone down a peg or two on the depth chart. You got to be very, very careful about that. Now, you do have some. My guy who I covered before, Jameer Gibbs, uh, back in his high school days, went to Georgia Tech, lit it up over there, got to Alabama and lit it up over there. But I promise you, there are, there's one in a thousand Jamar Gibbs, right? Indeed. And don't get me wrong, Don Blaylock, talent. A.D. Mitchell, game changer. But Unless you have some type of guarantee that you're going to land at Alabama somewhere, where is it going to be better for you? And I get that you want to show off your talents and show off your wares. But at this point, Jarvis, I would say this. Georgia is now similar to Alabama, where Mm -hmm. if you're the second string guy, the NFL knows you still have first string talent. Yeah, They still know you could be a one on the depth chart. They're going to still come after you. Maybe yes. you might have to fight harder to get your money because maybe you won't be drafted as high. But on that same token, that's taking a lot a, a lot of a chance because Texas is okay. But Texas ain't going to be great for a couple years. You want right. to risk that when you could be on a team that's going to find more ways to highlight you now that Todd Munkin has really started to unload and unleash? I don't know, Jarvis. It, to me, it's risky. It's very, very risky.
0: Maybe Ad Mitchell might be looking at those guys that they that the the Bulldogs benefit from, like Dominic Lovett and rah Ra Thomas. You know, those cats put some numbers out there mm-hmm. from where they came from. So we shall see. We'll keep an eye on that bad boy because this transport transfer portal thing is it's cool. It's a cool option, but a lot of times it ends up not being cool for a lot of guys because they sit now wondering, all right, all right, I want to play ball this year, but. Ain't nobody got (laughs) no scholarship for you, (laughs) folks. So that's always the thing that everybody might have to deal with. Now, now, T, we're talking about, you know, how, you know, Matt Ryan got traded out of the city. Julio Jones got got traded out of the city. And, you know, Dansby Swanson gone. Freddie Freeman gone. Now, it's official. Atlanta United has released Joseph Martinez. I got JoJo, my main man. He's no longer with the Atlanta United. And and as soon as they release him, t he he signed a contract with Miami. Like, is this another instance where, you know, just like, hey, the face of the franchise is is out the door and and it seemingly doesn't... And and here's the worst part about it. It seems Mm -hmm. like they ain't got no dog on the plan.
1: Yeah. I I think it's interesting because... When when I look at it, and it was funny because I saw some people say, well, wow, you didn't give him you know, the the farewell that you gave Miguel Almaro. Now, that's a different situation, though, because he was going to the big-time big leagues, right? He going
0: to the big leagues, yeah. Yeah, that he was, kind of yeah. That, yeah.
1: Exactly. So that was unprecedented where, where Miggy was, was able to go and what he was able to do. And Miggy was leaving on good terms. That's yeah. a totally different situation. We know that this situation is about the melting down and the dissolving of a relationship between manager and player. Let's just be real. Gonzalo Pineda and what he had in mind, Joseph Martinez just never got on the same page with him. The Mm. end. And this is a league, unlike, say, the NBA, where if we got to choose a manager who looks like he can be that guy for us and take us back to where Tata Martino took us and a player who's, health is questionable because we've still never seen the old King of the South come back since that injury. That's a different parting of ways. Right. Yeah. So yeah, when I saw it, I mean, of course it makes me sad, but on the same token, it's like, you know, it's business, it, you know, it's not personal, but if we got to choose between you and Gonzalo, we're going to go with him and we're going to go with maybe players who, you know, fit the locker room. And from what I'm told with inner Miami, they lost their uh, key scorer, uh, this past season so they needed to replace him and also there's this little part of I don't know if you've been in Miami before but there's this little part of, of Miami not too far called Doral Florida and there are mm-hmm. a whole lot I of uh, I believe Venezuelan folks uh, there whom um, you know it's just a good it's a good fit for Joseph and I think this is just the right time to part ways but like you said I was like oh my god what a legacy And you start thinking about the guys like you know a Michael Vick Dominique Wilkins and even Chipper Jones, but you know, you can make the argument even for Freddie Freeman, but those guys who are so iconic and it's yeah. like dang. They just walk you know, out the door. And it's like, like, All right. Yeah. Yeah. right.
0: Yeah.
1: Who's What's going to yeah. 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 who's leaving? And you know, yeah. who's next, Jarvis? Who's next?
0: I don't that's a very good question. Uh hopefully we won't have to think about that because you know, yes. with the topics <laughs> rebuilding and like I, my whole thing, my biggest thing is out of all of this is I always, if you're gonna let somebody like that walk out of your door, what's the plan? Yes. Like I'm like John Collins, okay, what's next? That, that's kind of where I sit with it with, with Atlanta United because we all know what the the fire and mo, uh, momentum that mm-hmm. Joseph Martinez brought when he got on the pitch, and and the excitement that he brought to the city. Yeah, it like. You have to bring that same thing when it comes mm-hmm. to trying to replenish that because you just can't let that walk out of the door and not be able to replenish it at, at, at the end of the day. So,
1: And I don't, I don't think that Miles Robinson is necessarily as flashy as a Joseph Martinez, so you might miss him because he was like Atlanta. I mean, he can't South like he fit the city very well. But I do think they have guns. Now, they have guns because, you know, they've got a lot of players that are homegrown from ATL uh, United uh, 2. So I do think in that space, but like you said, the face of the franchise now, who that's going to become, that's where it's interesting.
0: Yeah, we will definitely keep an eye on that situation as we move along. What I want you to do is I want you to keep an eye on BetOnline.net because it is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information from all the latest odds, contests, and player props, you name it. Guess what's coming up this weekend? NFL playoffs. So if you're trying to figure out who to go for, are the Giants going to be able to get the upset? Are the Cowboys going to be able to beat the 49ers? Probably not. If you feel like the other way or you need some motivation or some information that's going to help you win some money, go to bed online because it remains the best spot for all your latest sports developments, including podcasts and reviews for all the leagues this season. How about this? You guys come for us. each, Not come for us. Y'all guys come to us. each and every day for all your ATL sports needs. Go to bed online for all your sports um, wagering information because they have podcast rating right there for you. Everybody got a podcast. You guys rock with us? Rock with betonline.net because here's what I want you to do. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today
1: because BetOnline is where the game starts. It does. And, you know, Jarvis, I feel like maybe the game and the season might be finally starting for the Hawks. They're finally at a point in place where they can get back to above 500, which they haven't done in almost a month. And they can get to a point in place where they have four wins in a row, which I don't think they've done this season. That that is remarkable to be able to say that about the Hawks. But we Mm -hmm. are saying that about the Hawks. And so you've got the, once again, we already know the conversation, Luka versus Trey, because they're going to go and play in Dallas. They're playing the Mavs tonight. And, you know, Trey Young said something interesting after that third win in a row against the Heat. He said, when asked the question about what's the difference, he said, well, it's just that simple. It's get more stops. And get more baskets than they do, period. I mean, Jarvis, is it, is it that simple? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think it's that simple because yeah.
0: when, when you think about like all the conversations we've had, you know, leading up to this, all the, the stuff going popping off with the Sam Amick report out of the athletic and, and mm-hmm. then the AJC report coming out soon and then Landry Fields kind of, you know, standing on the top of the mountain trying to defend his organization that he just took over yeah uh, it's just it's just it's just you know it, it it's it's hard to just simplify from a basketball standpoint because yeah, yeah. like I talked about you know about DeJounte Murray and how from a mental standpoint I think this dude is probably like, has the most fortitude mental fortitude mm-hmm. on this team and, and I think he's shown that and I think that when you have a guy who can kind of just block out all the noise mm-hmm. and, and 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 help people along the way and help them block it out and like, hey man, let's yes. play some ball. Let's get all play that ball. other stuff because yep. I ain't used to this. So I, I <laughs> think that's what, that's what started happening. Like, and, and of course Trey is not going to speak on that aspect of right. it because you know to him, like nobody should write that type of stuff. It should right. stay in house, you know, which is absolutely ridiculous because there's something going on with this team. And yeah. and now I'm glad that all this stuff is out here so we can talk about it and we can move on. So mm-hmm. and I think that's where we i think that's i think I believe mm-hmm. that's where we are in this phase as far as like okay, now that it's out there now that everybody know who Nick wrestler is and what his uh what his part is in, in playing and making major decisions basketball decisions okay mm-hmm. if that's the case that's cool run with it I want to see y'all win some games and I think that's kind of where trey is put it at put it at in his mind saying okay mm-hmm. all the stuff is out. Let's move on and let's see if we can get get a win streak going because you know the Hawks haven't won four games in a row all season. The whole
1: season, yeah. <laughs> so crazy that we're saying that.
0: Yeah, so it's, this is something that you know. Hey, this this could make this could mean something if they're able to get this dub tonight uh, down there in the or over there in Dallas, Fort Worth.
1: And I think one of the ways that they do that is really for Trey Young to be the Trey Young that we've seen during this winning streak, shooting 39% from three in those three wins versus we know him averaging, uh, you know, 32%. And then nine dimes a game. That means you are really working to make sure everything from ball movement to spacing, getting everybody involved. All of that is a part of the game plan that I hear what he's saying from a simplicity standpoint, but I also think those are kind of the nuances of what happens on offense. And then also they've really been doing much better in terms of their transition defense as well. Not sitting there arguing with the refs. Why didn't I get a foul? No, just get back on defense, get the ball back and then make a bucket. So I do think that there are some things that we're seeing out of them, but we do know sometimes Trey will revert back to old habits. And sometimes, Mm -hmm. although he wants to, like not hear the chatter. Sometimes he just hears the chatter, Jarvis. So I was wondering, and I'm hoping that just like Landry Fields said this morning with our guys, John and Hugh, one of the good, better things that he said that made sense to us was, "Hey, Trey Young, he's just he's gonna you know go ahead and knock out that noise. He's gonna focus. He's not gonna be that person who's like, yeah, I'm out here to prove the doubters wrong. But do you think he's gonna revert back to the mean and try to play hero ball just because he's once again up against Luca?" Ooh,
0: that is a really good one because – and I think that the caveat was the last part that you added. That's why I feel before you added that last piece, I was like, you know what? I think he might be able to sustain this because, like I said, it's three games in a row. Yeah, He and Dejounte and Deshante, is, his game is kind of – he started his outside game. If shooting from 3 he's been shooting better yeah. in, in his, within his weird streak and, and they've been moving the ball around. But the only thing that – the last part that you said, that piece – now that they're going up against Luka. Yes. That's why I feel like there's a possibility that he might be able to try to play some, some hero ball, yeah. which I don't have a problem with as long as mm-hmm. you keep that same energy on defense. Because like you said, he ain't locking nobody up, but right. hey, if you have those spirit fingers on D, <laughs> hey man, you can play hero ball all you want and you can right. go score for score with that, with that dude. Because I wholeheartedly he has those capabilities. Yeah, and yeah. For all you Luka fans, yeah, he does have those capabilities from a scoring standpoint. He, he can does. get loose with it. So I, I yeah. think that when when you have them have, going up against their guys with the full freight now, this mm-hmm. is the first. Well, I think it's the first. Yeah, the we haven't seen this clean injury report. Like, oh, injury report. So yeah, like hey, you got all your guns, so it ain't no excuses. There ain't no reason nope. for you to fall back. So resist the temptation, Trey. Resist the temptations.
1: Yeah. I love it. We'll leave it right there. Just resist the temptation. And welcome back, CeCe. We really appreciate you coming back. Please stick around. Please stick around. But but speaking of Landry Fields, we were talking about him stopping by our guys, John and Hugh, on the 92.9 The Game earlier. And in addition to his comments about Trey, he had some very interesting comments to say as it relates to blocking out noise, or not blocking out noise, and what that noise actually is from the perspective of the front office as well,
0: you know, individuals didn't come and say, "Hey, here's here's the story. Would you like to provide something for it? Do you want to? Can you help us gain some clarity on what we're hearing out there?" No, people just decided to go and write that, and I don't think they understood at the time, and maybe they don't now, but I hope they do, just how damaging that is. And it's not just a, an organization thing; it's an absolute damage to people, whoever's involved in that. Uh, and that's, and that's, that's not fair, but that's the world we live in right now. And what we're trying to do internally is, is, is weather that and find out where the growth point is at, and then continue to push forward because we know that's not what we're about and not what we're going to be about at the Atlanta Hawks.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Stop. Stop. I know there was a lot to dig in there, but what's your immediate reaction when you kind of hear
0: that?
1: We, well,
0: I mean, let's keep it funky. Like. We wouldn't have to be talking about this if you didn't try to you didn't tear down your front office midway through the season. Mm-hmm. If you would have done this in the offseason, people would have understood because yeah. the 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 way they were trending ninth in the Eastern Conference, five hundred almost right at halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. Those were the expectation coming to the season. Right. Right? the Jonte Murray move was the the extra superstar, the extra mm-hmm. dude that can dog on handle the rock and help yeah. you on defense because you yes. had one of the best. Scoring offense in, in the NBA last year. So guess what? All this stuff going on, it ain't our fault that all this stuff is going on. If people in within your organization, hey, the guy that hired you, Tony Wrestler, he up here doggone making people quote unquote step down. We all know that's bull crap. Special advisor, that's that's the doggone the last step before you get fired because nope. <laughs> he respects you in some form or fashion. Yes. So, hey, go ahead and step down before I fire you behind. Okay. I'll do that. And then, oh, yeah, you, by the way, don't even come in the building anymore, and you're free to go take a job wherever you can find a job and go right. get some money. So, yeah, all this crap going, yeah, all this, yeah, you know, people didn't come to me because why Why should we come to you, Landry? Right. So you're going to give, you're just going to spill the beans and say, hey, this is what it was. Like, I don't feel like Travis Lang was would had an open mind about trade for DeJounte yeah I, I feel like we should say blank them picks we trying to dog on get to the playoffs and win the championship no you're gonna be like no comment yep
1: <laughs> yeah here. i mean that's right that's probably what we were going to get and i think too that what we were hearing from the media wasn't just the media making things up a lot of these Reporters are longtime beat writers and reporters with the athletic, with the AJC. Those are reputable organizations Absolutely. who gave information that was given to them. Yep. So one thing about those organizations, and one thing about those reporters we know they do vet the information right they're They're not going to just run with one piece of what they hear and and roll with it, especially because one of those articles was not just written by our girl, Lauren Williams, but it was also co-written by Chris Vivlemore, And Chris still has a lot of inroads and a lot of inside knowledge in addition to our our buddy Jeff Schultz over at The Athletic. So I do think that because of the sources, Jarvis, it, it, it still goes back to what we were saying. And this is the other piece. All along, for at least the better part of two, maybe almost three years, I won't even take it back as far as four years, but I could because there mm-hmm. was smoke way back when Luca and the Luca Trey trade, that's oh, when yeah. the smoke really started, if you want to be honest, Indeed. because Indeed. questions were, who dictated that? But mm-hmm. we won't go back that far. We'll just go back the last two years. Right. And it's just been smoke. Smoke, 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 smoke. When there's that much smoke, there is fire. So I hear what Landry's saying, and hey, Landry, you said the right things because you're the GM. Hey, I don't mind you defending the camp. Yeah. I just that, understand that At the end of the day, it's where there's smoke, there is fire, and you're just going to have to be prepared to manage this because to your point, Jarvis, it is the middle of the season, and so this is the thing that is attached to you now, so you're going to probably have to deal with this for the remainder of the season. But, hey, you know what? If you're stressed out there, whether you're a part of Hawks Nation and you're true to Atlanta or you're a part of the front office and you're like, these people had tried it again today, Probably time for you to get a built Bar, because that's yeah. the only thing I can think of. If you get a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar that can just lull you into a sense of peace. And then they've got all these cool flavors of churro and uh, chunky cookie dough puffs and, and peanut butter. Like all those are new flavors as well. So that's why I kind of mentioned those and even almond, because that's something that you couldn't get from Bilt Bar just a month ago also. Built Bar has upped their game with proteins. We're talking 17 pro- grams of protein in each bar versus just 15. And then, of course, the calories are down from 160 to 150. So, to me, I don't know, Jarvis, this sounds like win, win, win. Other pieces, we've been telling you to go to built.com and you can still do that, by the way. You can still go and order from built.com. But if you got Wally World right around the corner, why don't you just do that? And you can get yourself a three bar, four bar box from Wally World, or if Sam's Club is nearby, that's 13 bars all just for you. So, whenever you get stressed out in the Atlanta metro sports scene, you know where to go. Get yourself a Bill Bar and everything will be fine because who doesn't like 100% real chocolate in a bar?
0: Also, everything will be fine if you start doggone liking and subscribing to Locked on Sports Atlanta because, hey, we got all this goodness for you hitting hard with John Chuckery, ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and T man, we out here killing it. We out here rocking with y'all because y'all are rocking with us. Yes. So if if you also want to get in contact with us, Day ones at gmail.com. I'm cooking up something, so I need y'all to pay attention because it's going to involve you emailing us and saying, hey, Jarvis, tell me where y'all gonna be. I'll let you figure that bad boy out. ATL Day ones at gmail.com. Go ahead and check that out right now. Now, T, this is for the culture. It is the intersection between sports, entertainment, and the culture, and sometimes whatever the hell we want to talk about, because that's just how we get down on this show. Today is no different. How about this? San Francisco 49ers said, we love this run rule because uh, you're talking about Robert Salah, Mike McDaniel, and now Rand Carthon is now the general manager for the Tennessee Titans team, the former player, dad played in the league so mm-hmm. the lineage is there the knowledge is there yeah so he was real big in the scouting department when and mm-hmm. helping build that that organization that is the san francisco 49ers we know yeah, how their yeah, roster yeah. is stacked like all get out specifically on d and the falcons stack that d on 2023 um yes, yes. <laughs> so but when you think about that though t this is we are everybody's always talked about how the running rule doesn't work it should mm-hmm. be done away with and all that stuff but it seems like it's working to me. <laughs>
1: yeah. Right. In, in a place where it, it really isn't utilized because it's really supposed to be the Rudy rule for head coaches, right? Yeah, right. And it's not working. Like we're not seeing these guys on the sidelines like we need to see them, but we are seeing them in the front office from Brad Holmes to Martin Mayhew, of course, our own guy here, Terry Fontenot. Andrew Berry, Chris Greer. So you've got guys and these are guys, Jarvis, with teams that are up and coming. The Lions are starting to do some things. The commanders started making noise in the back half of the season. We saw what the Falcons were able to do with the limitations that Terry had on him this year. The Browns, Mm -hmm. even with some of the quirky cray cray they do, you still got to give a lot of credit to their GM. And of course, we saw what the Miami Dolphins became as the season has gone on. So you're seeing these guys now getting a seat at the table and really making a difference. And certainly we're excited because they're it's not just talking about it. Yeah. I can I just have a sidebar. Mm-hmm. So excited about this because I didn't need to hear or see another tweet that said the Titans completed their interview for general manager with former dot dot dot. I'm so sick of those text oh, those yeah. excuse me, tweets oh, that are yeah. telling us It feels like they're checking a box Mm -hmm. because you're telling us that you interviewed this diverse candidate. This to me feels more organic. Like, hey, this is a guy who came up the ranks and we're not telling you all 14 diversity candidates that we interview. We're just going to tell you the one that we hired. So the next tweet that I want to see is the tweet that tells me you hired the African-American coach who came up the ranks and who you either gave a chance to as in, you know, first-timer, if you will, and I know Byron left, which is in some trouble, but that doesn't mean he should be in some trouble. Mm -hmm. A first-timer like him, or even let's go my guy, Eric bien (laughs) you know, from my hometown. So Mm -hmm. give that, let me see that tweet, or let me see the tweet where you gave Raheem Morris a second chance, and then we can have some conversation, but congratulations to the Titans for getting themselves a great guy, because, hey, he's shown and proved what he can do on the West Coast.
0: Absolutely, and when you think about, like not only the not have, just checking the box, right? like the Titans had multiple brothers uh, interviewed for that GM spot, so that's how you know, hey, it's starting to turn a little bit when it comes mm-hmm. to more diversity in these front offices, yeah, because hey, when you're talking about 75 percent of the dudes are uh, <clears throat> uh African-American, right Hey hey if, if you can play it you definitely should have an eye for it how about that mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely so absolutely so what we want to do is we want to thank you for making atl day one's your first listen of the day why don't you make locked on sports today your second listen and you guess what you can find it wherever you find this podcast wherever you find download the podcast go ahead and find locked on sports today because they got stuff just like we talked about before the culture they got take of the day and it's absolutely going down And I will leave you guys with this. If you don't do anything else, make sure you share love, show love, and most importantly, spread love.
1: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.